Welcome back to Sangu's Stories. We are partnered with Jean-Michel Cousteau, Ambassadors of the Environment Program, to provide guests with wondrous immersion in nature and explore the rare beauty of the Maldives through our lens. I hope you've enjoyed the, our conversation with Dr. Murphy, who has shared about the program and how it was first formed. Today, we have Melissa, who's a naturalist and a resident scientist at the Ritz-Carlton Maldives Faroe Islands and a PhD researcher in drone engineering and marine ecology. In this episode, we'll go into more detail about the guest experiences and also Melissa's current research she's doing with us on the island. Welcome, Melissa. Tell us about the role of naturalist. Well, thank you so much for inviting me, uh, Mark. It's really exciting to be here. Um, So... I am one of the naturalists here at the Ritz-Carlton and I am with Dr. Sol, um, naturalist part of the Jean-Michel Cousteau's Ambassadors of the Environment Programme, which was set mm. up by the Ocean Futures Society. And um, the whole programme itself was developed by Dr. Richard Murphy, who used to dive with Jacques and Jean-Michel Cousteau back on the Calypso in the 60s and 70s. And also Nicole Boriski, who is the uh, Ocean and Future Society, one of the managers there who develops this particular programme. And the whole programme and the whole point of our role is to um, deliver these incredible programmes and activities centred around sustainability, living in harmony with the planet, but also understanding the environmental, ecological, biological and cultural elements of the Maldives specifically. Mm, mm, something you're passionate about as well. Absolutely. I know that we've been connected for many years and this has been a great opportunity for you to get involved. So It's been an incredible yeah. opportunity. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, it's so exciting. You know, conservation and sustainable solutions are essential components in healing uh, the damage done by humans on planet Earth and uh, and then speaking with Dr. Richard Murphy about it and Jean-Michel Cousteau is so passionate about education. How is Jean-Michel Cousteau Ambassadors of the Environment program contributing to conservation and promoting sustainable practices? Yeah, that's a really good question, actually, because there are a lot of programs out there who may be kind of arbitrarily you know, educate the guests about really thinking of a strong message behind it. And one of the strongest messages behind our program is protecting what you love. Mm-hmm. And we want to create meaningful um, wildlife and, and um, uh, nature experiences, which is a, a technical term actually in the conservation field, um, where guests learn to love nature, the terrestrial on land and in the ocean and water as well. Yeah, and we bring forward all the information and the activities from the naturalist's experience. Mm. So we we come from scientific backgrounds, and we understand all of the current issues in sustainability, climate change, overfishing, all of these things. Yeah. Um. So being able to communicate these things and complex problems clearly to our guests, mm. um, is a really important tool. And you know, they might go home and they'll be talking about these things, yeah. and they they see their neighbours, maybe they see their family. Maybe we'll instill a, a bit of a behavioural change. Mm, Absolutely. Mm. So we're not trying to, you know, turn everyone into, you know, tree-hugging hippies, yeah. not at all. But we're absolutely keen on um, a gently driving behavioural change. Yeah. And I see people's eyes pop up and I see the interest in, and and uh, and I think that's the great thing that excited us about getting involved and bringing the programme to the Maldives was that with how we could inspire generations inspire the young ones to put yes. pressure on the older ones <laughs> yes no absolutely yeah. kids are yeah. without doubt the future absolutely. Mm. so tell us more about your research then yeah so um i'm a phd researcher mm. 
I'm based at Loughborough University ordinarily, um, and Dr. Sol, the other naturalist, just finished his PhD six months ago. Um, so my research involves building fixed-wing drones. They look like little aeroplanes, and mine land on the water, and I fly them out in the middle of the ocean looking for illegal fishing boats and sharks and rays, but also plastics as well. Mm -hmm. So that's the main part of my research. I do that in Chagos with the Zoological Society of London. So I work with a lot of big names in the Indian Ocean and I have done for, for quite a while now, especially with yeah. the work that we started with you a couple of years ago. Um, but also part of my research is using smaller drones as well. Mm. And that's how I met Dr. Sol. And uh, we met on Twitter. We were both doing drone research and we started talking. He does a lot of work with um, detecting ghost nets mm. using drones. So he started that in Myanmar, trying to understand if you could even do it. Yeah. And we've kind of piggybacked on that research, plus my research from the Chagos Islands, which are actually just south of the Maldives. Mm. And we've developed a new program here First time ever that um, drones are being used as uh, as part of um, tangible research, yeah. but also involving the guests. Yeah, and I, and I don't know any other place that does that no. here in the Maldives, and mm. especially not the Ritz Carlton's either. So, being able to bring our research project, which specifically is about monitoring ocean plastics. And um, being able to have this incredible uh, laboratory here. So we, we are very grateful mm. to be here, genuinely. Um, and to involve guests in that, that's just strengthening the whole yeah. Jean-Michel Cousteau idea. Because Cousteau, the family, the legacy, they're all about marine technology, mm. developing the scuba diving gear and also the underwater camera equipment. Yes. We've got the underwater rovers here as well. Yeah. Like that, Our field is marine technology and it's yes. quite new. Yeah. No, and you can see... When you do talk about it with customer, our guests, and they get straight away inspired about the, you know, the feeling of that technology and how mm -hmm. it's applied to what what you're doing. So when we talk about what they can get involved in, what are the must-try experiences at Ritz Carlton Fairy Islands? So that we have a whole load of different activities, which range from land-based activities mm. to ocean-based activities, and even things like stargazing as well. But if I were to pick um, three of my top ones, I'd say um, the cities under the sorry, the coral cities under the sea. Yeah. So that's based on Dr. Murphy's book, actually. So mm. you can buy that book here or buy it online. Um, and it's all about the analogy of um, comparing the coral reefs to a city. Right. And that's quite unique perspective, actually. And yeah. I think that the the guests, when they have that experience, they re things really start to click. How, how do they? How does that work? Though, like, take us through room, like. You, you you meet you you, mm -hmm. you you see it in on the book and then you actually go and see it in the water is a that how absolutely yeah. yes so uh, we invite the um, guests to meet us at the diving center and we have a 15 to 20 minute presentation where we go through in a quite an interactive way all the different roles um in a city and how they have their um uh, other side in the ocean as well so right. you've got the doctors you've got the engineers right. and you've got your and business managers okay. and in the ocean you know, you've got your corals your sharks yep. your cleanup crew there are analogies so, on both sides right yeah. so everyone's got a job absolutely take care of each other and then we go into the water and we show the guests exactly okay. who's there wow, wow yeah and other experiences so Must try. so my other two favorite ones i would say um so definitely sub aqua x um, so we have underwater um, rovers 
Mm. Um, so they've got cameras on them and lights. So we take our guests um, in the evening. We can do it in the daytime as well, but it's more fun in the evening. And the guests can actually have a go at piloting one of these underwater robots, which mm. is incredibly exciting because not only are you trying to learn to drive this piece yeah. of kit, which isn't easy. It, it, you know, it takes a bit of time to get used to, but that's part of the fun. Yep. And then you get to explore what's around the reefs. Right. So we can do it from your villa or we can do it from anywhere else on the resort Amazing. as well. Wow. And then the other one I would say is, so Dr. Sol and I are doing research all the time around the islands. Yeah. And one of the things that we do is um, drone surveys of the reefs. Yes. And they're incredible because not only are we going to be able to create a habitat map of the entire area, but we've actually spotted seven manta rays just off our reef. Here wow. That's the other exciting. Day. Yes. Yeah. So, and we spotted another one today in wow. that same area. So, uh, where so off the, the sunrise side of uh, the island? Grand Sunset Beach. Oh, in the front. Oh, yes. wow. It's in, uh, it's in, oh, no, no. Yes, no, that's it. The Grand Sunset Beach. Yeah. Yes, that's right. So right in front of the World Sports and Dive Center. Absolutely. You step out and you could see mantas. Yes. So if you, there is a, there's the lagoon and then just yeah. on the other side of the lagoon, that's where the mantas okay. are. Okay. So Perfect. we're going to tell the dive center. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, and, and when when we talk about other ways or uh, what's your top way would you recommend our listeners that, that they could support the recovery of our oceans? What should they do? Absolutely. So, I mean, everybody's probably seen all sorts of, you know, articles online or or things on the Internet. Um, but if I were to suggest three three quite doable things to do, I would say, number one, if you're offered um, single-use plastics or mm -hmm. anything like that, um, you know, politely decline and maybe find a more sustainable option. Carry cutlery around with you, bring your own straw. Mm. Of course, here at the Ritz-Carlton, we don't have any single-use plastics, yeah. which is brilliant. So here, you won't have a problem. Mm. Um, the second one is to download a food sustainability app. And there are, there are ones in the US, ones in the UK, Europe. And what that app does is it tells you um, where your fish comes from and the fishing method and whether it's sustainable or not. Right. So that's a really easy thing you can just, you know, pull out in the supermarket or if you're in a restaurant or anything like that. And it can give you a more informed view on what you're eating and you can decide whether you want to eat something mm. or not based on sustainability. And I guess the third one um, would be just to be conscious of your consumption of everything. So it could be your energy consumption, it could be your water consumption, it could be anything anything um, that ordinarily humans might do in excess. I think mm. there's there's definitely a behavioural change in general where we're yeah. trying to live a more minimalistic life. Yeah. To try and draw back on things. Declutter. Yeah. Declutter. I, I think you know, taking what you just said in the last comment about things like water, you know, at Ritz-Carlton here, we, we thought a lot about that last year and we're working with Nordak who are doing our water uh, filtration system, which is off the back of the water we produce yeah. from the seawater, from the ocean. So when we saw the quality of what Nordak can produce, the Swedish Nordic, uh, filtering filtration system, mm. it's providing high quality still and sparkling water for our customers. Why would we bring still and sparkling from other parts of the world burn carbon miles and create all of that drama when you're actually producing great water here. Yeah, and, and so for us, it's an important conversation at Ritz-Carlton, providing high-quality you know, water um, and also educating our customers to join us in this journey you know, and try to really, you know, we're always about giving our customers what they want, but mm -hmm. also probably taking them on the journey of why we, why we wouldn't want to do 
water from other parts of the world. Yes, no, yeah. absolutely. And also we have the solar panels on top of all of yes. the villas and buildings. So that's re- for us, it's so, very exciting to see. Yeah, so there's a lot of contributions and, 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 and ways we can inspire our guests to enjoy luxury without it being, you know, feeling guilty in that sense, yeah. you know. And, and I guess that's where we're on that journey. So um, we're never going to stop about how we can always get better and improve. And I think with Jean-Michel Cousteau program helps inspire us to think more and more about it mm-hmm. and keep it strong on the radar. And that's where, you know, and, and then the ability for us to bring people like yourself here to actually get active in research, which commonly wouldn't be done in other hotels or resorts around the world unless they were fully set up to, to do this yeah. or embracing it more importantly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a great combination. So yes. thanks for Melissa for getting all the way out here from, from <laughs> home and, and getting excited about this project, but also, um, and then joining forces. And I think the Jean-Michel Cousteau program are excited to have your, uh, and Sol's skills on the ground. I think that's also bringing the project and the program to another level. Um, and that's been great feedback so far. So um, great to have you here in the team. Yes, and, thank you so uh, much. So excited for our listeners to come and see and experience it. And, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And this is not the end of it. We've got more plans to bring more technology as well. Great. So yeah. um, hopefully in the next couple of months, I'll be able to return. And we've got hydrophones. We've got coral reef monitoring kits. So I work great. in engineering. Mm. And uh, yes, it's marine engineering. We've got lots of toys we'd like to come and test. Um, <laughs> definitely things we'd like to showcase to our guests because... We invent stuff. Yeah. That's what we do. It's amazing. Yeah. So we're really excited for this opportunity and we thank Mm. you again. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you very much for joining us today and we look forward to speaking to you more about this very soon. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Join me next time when we discover more about the Ritz-Carlton Maldives Fari Islands.